0: All right, welcome to the Down the Roads podcast. Uh, today we're joined with uh, Ariel, Now it's Brian. Uh, how are you doing, Brian?
1: Good, buddy. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. And uh, obviously Noah as well. Brian is, uh, Brian Rhodes, he's our cousin. Uh, so this is the first Down the Roads with uh, all Rhodes uh, people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so today we're going to talk about a bunch of different things. We're going to talk about um, the Pro Bowl, which is happening right now. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about it at the very end um we're going to talk about Brady who officially retired um we're going to talk about we're just going to briefly bring up Ryan Flores we're not going to talk about it too much um we're going to talk about the Jaguars as you can see Brian is a big Jaguar fan uh the worst team in football number one draft pick coming coming year two years in a row so we'll talk all about all that um we're going to talk about some other rookie quarterbacks from last year and uh we're going to talk about the, the Super Bowl as well so uh with that um yeah start with uh, Brady. And uh, Brian, I want to start with you. Um, You told me a story right before we started. Um, So I asked you a couple different stories, like your favorite Brady moments. I don't know if this is your favorite Brady moment, but uh, I want to hear the story you just told me a little bit ago. All
1: right. Well, uh, let's see. It was probably 2007, 2008, uh, the Brady playoff season when he had Moss. Uh, Unstoppable team, best offense in the league. Ever since the Rams, like the greatest show on turf, they were supposed to be the best. Obviously, they went undefeated. And they get to the playoffs, so me and your uncle, we decided we're going to ride them basically throughout. We just kind of rolled them over, rolled them over. And obviously, they got to the Super Bowl, where they end up playing the Giants, which obviously they're huge favorites because the Giants were in as wild cards. Nobody gave them a chance. And the reason they won was because they had that front four that was unblockable. But everybody's like, there's no way Brady can be stopped perfect conditions you know the Super Bowls usually played indoors or in, I forget I think it was in Arizona so I mean basically in a dome or perfect conditions and Brady just gets murdered and uh, <laughs> they end up losing 17-14 on a David Tyree catch against his head which I mean is probably the most improbable catch obviously nobody's heard of David Tyree since and we lose the we lose the over under because the the over was probably about I'd say it's 48. It's not usually as high in the Super Bowl. But they lose that because the game's 17-14. And then Brady loses because, obviously, the Giants win on that catch after that kick a field goal. So it's not my favorite moment. But, I mean, Brady obviously was the best. I mean, he won quite a bit. So, I mean, you got to give respect to him. We lost to him twice. So, I mean, the whole AFC basically did, other than maybe the Steelers a few times.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, but even the New England had our number, man. Uh, they they were just dominant team. But uh, my favorite moment from Brady, I think, is I'm a little bit more like cliche. Just his first Super Bowl win in 2002 and his most recent in 2021. Just because um, transitioning teams to another team and still being so dominant. I know he brought some players with him, and Tampa Bay was already had a good defense. But I just think that. Winning with two teams is special, and it would have been cool to see him retire in New England, but transitioning to Tampa Bay and then winning in Tampa Bay, that's probably my most favorite Tom Brady moment. But, yeah, there's been some classic Steeler-Patriot games throughout the years, and even uh, Jaguars were good back in the t- early 2000s. They got some the AFC championship games, so uh, they've been some good games between our teams in New England. Right.
0: Uh, how are we just going to skip over the past or the part where they could have bet on the Giants and made a shit ton of money, and instead <laughs> – <laughs> on the Patriots. I just can't get over that. That is hilarious.
1: Well, I think that's just like the Bengals this year. I think that's why maybe we think we're smarter than we are. Like these underdogs have more teams. I mean, again, it's just one game. And I mean, just like the Bengals being big dogs against Kansas City. I mean, that wins. So you really got to watch for underdogs in the playoffs. I think I think that is key, especially teams that are hot. Either big defensive linemen or or DNs. I mean, you know, if you can get pressure from your front four, that's usually key just like the Bengals are and the Rams are. That's why Donald – I mean, you got to watch for Donald, right? I mean, he could win this game for him, just like Von Miller did against Carolina a couple years back. So you really got to watch for that. And that's really what the the Super Bowl was about, was the Giants doing that. But even Brady can't beat that sometimes.
0: He's he's so slow. (laughs) He wasn't back then. He was nimble. I mean, that was (laughs) 10, 15 years ago. So (laughs) – no, we we have a betting league, and uh, Brian's name is always—I uh, think it's right on top of mine. And every single week, this man takes all of the upsets, <laughs> like not like just one or two, like it's all of them.
2: It's true. It's true. This year was big for upsets, though. So, I mean, this was like the biggest lopsided year I've seen personally. But
0: one hundred percent.
1: And I think I think that's uh, going to be a product going well like moving forward. Cause I think the COVID stuff and like more injuries with the longer season until they get the two buys in, I think, I think you might actually start seeing people take time off kind of like in the NBA where a quarterback might, you know, where we have two quarterbacks and maybe he takes two games off.
0: Yeah. I a hundred percent think there should be a two, two bye bi-week system. How would that work? Like maybe 19 weeks and two buys or.
1: I, I think you have to go 18 weeks, but yeah, you, you definitely have to
2: add a week.
0: Well, what are we at? We're at 17 now.
2: 18. Yeah, 17, we're at seventeen games, eighteen weeks. Okay. 18 years, right.
0: So then we'd go to nineteen, right? I I don't know because like how do you expect a team to play like ten games in a row and then play in the playoffs too? Like, right. I think that's just way too much. <laughs> and it's kind of people want the
1: Super Bowl on Saturday, so this is the next best next best way you can get it to Monday, where we ha- everybody has that Monday off for President's Day. So you could have the Super Bowl that that next week in February. It's already almost there. So mm-hmm. you had one more bye week. We're there.
0: Yeah, and it's always going to be played in a nice stadium, so There's right like, in, a, in a warm stadium or a dome. So, all right. So, I guess my favorite Brady moment—I don't really have one, just because I never was a fan of Brady. Um, I actually, my favorite moment is all the five-yard passes behind the line of scrimmage that have fifty yards after the catch. All the scandals that we're not even going to bring up. All the scandals and everything else. Brady right. greatest quarterback of all time. You think so? No. Brian, <laughs> Brady or Rodgers? Who are
2: you taking?
1: <clears throat> well, I think you have to go with Brady. I mean, if you're talking Super Bowl playoffs, I mean, the guy wins all the time. That's what you want in the NFL, right? I mean, Jacksonville, yeah. that's what we're void of is, is wins. <laughs> so I would definitely take Brady. Yeah, me I and TJ got this
2: long-running here. debate. My, What's that, buddy? Uh, me and TJ got this long-running debate. He thinks Rodgers, I got Brady. So it's got to be.
0: Well, here, there, there's a couple of factors to that. Well, first off, Rodgers has killed the Bears for the last uh, 10 years, ever since I've been watching football. Um, and also, talent-wise, he's definitely better. Like, maybe leadership-wise and, and winning, eh, he's not there because Brady's definitely a better leader. But I, I'd say talent-wise, like, best quarterback, I guess, probably Brady. I'll, I'll, I'll concede. But,
1: okay. Does Rodgers go to Tampa, you think, or where's his next
2: stop? Oh,
0: I don't what do
2: you think, think he plays in
0: Green Bay? Bay. He bought <laughs> some land in uh,
2: Tennessee. What do you think, Noah? I don't yeah, Tennessee. I, don't, I I could see him. If he really bought land, I think that's just for like football, so long away, so he could just he probably has land in a bunch of different states. Yeah. But um, as far as Tennessee, him playing there, I don't know if you. I, I mean, he could fit really anywhere. I think Denver makes the most sense. One of his coaches went there. To me, that just makes the most sense. But. I don't, I don't know. I won't be denying he comes to Pittsburgh. I mean, we have a good defense. He comes to Pittsburgh. I could see that. Um, maybe Tampa Bay, as Brian said, I don't, I don't think he stays green green Bay though. I just don't see it happening.
0: He's not going to Pittsburgh. We I already had eat- this conversation. Pittsburgh is getting Mitchell Trubisky. No, we, we are not getting Mitchell. I, I think
1: Denver makes a lot of sense because they got the most cap space. When I was looking it up from sport track, they've got a uh, 40 million to clear the cap right now. I mean, Jacksonville's obviously got the space too, but we don't need a quarterback. Yeah. Um Chica- Chicago has got 30 million in cap space. So but I mean, if he no way, to go there.
0: There's no way he goes to Chicago. <laughs> he's gotta get traded. He's still got a year left on his contract.
1: That's what I heard. And I, I mean, I thought about Carolina, but I'm not sure if he's got enough money. They got about the same amount of money as, as Tampa Bay, but Carolina does have DJ Moore. And if you keep McCaffrey, I think that's what Roger want Rogers wants. Yes. So
0: I, I I just think I just think Denver has been like the team that everybody's been talking about for the longest time. Um his fiance's out here. Huh?
1: His fiance's out here too. I guess that's something else that made him lure out here to Denver, maybe. But
0: and I just say too, Noah, Noah talked about it, but uh Hackett, uh Roger said something about like I I never want to play without this guy. And now he's the head coach of Denver. It's just like it just sounds like everything's kind of lining up there.
1: Right. Uh, They got weapons out here.
0: They just need a quarterback.
1: Right, right. They got a they got a tight end, they got wide receivers, they got a slot. I mean
2: He'd be set. Are they a Super Bowl team, do you think? If Denver adds Green Bay, do you think they're a Super Bowl caliber team already? Oh, man, I think so.
1: The defense is quietly good. Like, the corners are, you know, no names, but they're all fast. The linebacker, I mean, they got rid of Von Miller, so you know they got picks, too, from the Rams.
0: I think Von Miller's coming back. He wants to come back. (laughs) Right? He's only there to win the Super Bowl this year. He could. You're right. He he helps the Rams and then comes right back. He cried when he got traded. He did. He thought he'd be
1: Denver forever, is what he said.
0: Yeah. Still still possible. Still possible. Still
1: still possible.
0: Brian, what's what's uh, what's happening in the Pro Bowl right now?
1: We got a 41-21 with 11 minutes left. It looks like uh, the NFC is driving right now. Yeah. Trying to get me my, I need one field goal, and then I got my over. Wasn't it 20, 21 at halftime? It, uh, what's that, brother?
2: It was 28-21 to 21 at halftime, right? So I think has- so,
1: yeah. I don't think the NFC scored yet.
0: Yeah,
2: I, we talked about this a little
0: bit last week, but the AFC, like, always wins that game. The, man, They're when loaded. you see Mahomes
1: and Herbert, like, what, how can you bet against that, even if they do got Mac Jones?
0: I, yeah. I saw a meme where it was like, why would why would a quarterback want to go to the AFC? It's a bunch of young quarterbacks. <laughs> you, don't.
1: you don't want any part of it.
0: No, exactly. Like, the AFC is going to be, like, dominating the league, I think, for the next
2: I think the NFC kind of dominated back a little bit besides Tom Brady, Payne Manning. Like, I think NFC had the more better teams, but this year I think AFC is getting the more, like, the mediocre and the good teams come together now, so it's nice to see finally. There's so
0: many good quarterbacks on that side. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, one, one question I was going to bring up, who, who do you guys think replaces Brady? I mean, you just asked Rodgers. Um, do you think Kyle Trask plays, or do you think Mitchell Trubisky
1: They've got Blaine Gabbert right too. I mean, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Ex-Jaguar Blaine Gabbert.
0: I don't I don't think I think they're they're riding high with Brady and they want another quarterback similar, like similar enough to get them back. Because there another- they're such a dominant team, but they with uh with what's with uh, the quarterback they had before Brady, Jameis Winston, they couldn't win because he turned the ball over so much. They just need somebody who's not going to turn the ball over, and they'll be right back.
1: So, Derek Carr maybe.
0: No one really wants Derek Carr in Pittsburgh.
1: I know, I, right? Like he, he, Oakland
2: doesn't want him for some reason. He's quality.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I I think they said something about because they got Josh McDaniels coming to Las Vegas. He might stay, or maybe he'll try to convince him to keep him. Because Derek Carr is, I think Derek Carr is talented. Man, I just think he's, he doesn't. He, <laughs> He's even proven himself in Las Vegas a little bit, but I think he has so much more potential outside of that team. Uh, he, I think he can play better in a place like Pittsburgh or even, like you said, Tampa Bay. But uh, if Las Vegas don't want him, I just think he needs to get out of there and play for another team if they don't want him. Because that's what they're saying. They can cut him now, like, kind of no hurt because he's like making 18
1: or 19 million. So it's, it's all right if they let him go now and they got a new coach. So if the coach doesn't want him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he threw 4,800 yards, he was number five in passing. Like, why would you not want him?
2: Exactly. It's, it's crazy.
0: And I, I think that's a good – I think that's, like, if, if he goes to Tampa Bay, I think that's a really good fit, to be honest, because they have so many good wide receivers.
1: I think Tampa's got to try to do something. I mean, you guess you could go to the draft, but if you don't have any veterans, it's hard to get another young quarterback. So that's just my – you know.
0: Well, I'm not too versed in the draft, but, like, I don't – there's not a lot of good quarterbacks this year, right?
1: I haven't seen too much yet. I'd have to do some more research on that, but I haven't seen – the top five or whatever. I'm not sure to be honest.
0: Yeah. I just, from what I, I know I should, I know
1: I should know because we got another top like two or three pick, but I think we're going to go defense either that, that lineman out of Michigan, or we're going to take the, maybe the player out of Alabama, one of their linemen also. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. What do the Jaguars need? Because what if they trade that number one overall pick?
1: If you trade back, that would help, too, because you can get a haul for, you know, a top two or three pick. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously the offense is set as long as Travis Etienne comes back. And, I mean, we've already got our other running back, Robinson. We might need a little help at wide receiver, but you can get wide receivers later or pick one up in the free agent. I mean, we've got over like 50, I think it's 50 or 60 million in cap space. So, I mean, we're going to be pretty active. I mean, yeah, we're top two. So, again, like, we'll probably get a little help with the tight end. I mean, we did trade for that one cat. F- and then he got hurt. So,
0: what what do you think happens down there in uh, in Jacksonville, Noah?
2: For the draft or just like next season? Just anything. Yeah. Uh, well, to me, I'm a, I'm a I was a Jaguar fan week 18. You know, I texted Brian a couple of times, man. I was they, they pulled the everyone doubted them last week, man. And I just knew <laughs> Jaguar plays Indianapolis tough, so I just want to kind of start off with that, man. Uh, uh, the, the way they came out and played Indianapolis that last game, maybe become a Jaguar fan. So. Uh, uh, I think Jaguars um they can in the draft I think I alignment I agree with Brian there and then the alignment it help out they got a good young uh, quarterback and um they got a good I think Jaguars I think the coaching staff was a big problem uh, Brian you can you can speak more of it on the me but I think the coaching they had a lot of distractions this year and I think that kind of slowed them down um and I think that that you know some better a better coaching staff helped Trevor Lawrence get him he got a year of experience in next year he'll be playing a little bit better hopefully hopefully he's not a bust I don't think he is He showed me right. He Colts and they have a run you know run on them uh so hopefully next year they can just fix their coaching staff get a young lineman and um uh, i think they'll be more towards a mediocre record like you know eight nine seven seven ten type of record what do you think about that brian you think coaching staff help them back this year uh, it's
1: it's definitely the issue um it has been for a while but i'm not sure if it's just like, gonna be a coach that fixes it i mean uh-huh. peterson's a good step but it's just i mean it seems like the, the ownership, it starts there at the top. And when they get people in there, it's just kind of laissez-faire, you know, you can kind of just go to Jacksonville and get a check. So hopefully it becomes a better culture. Cause you know, like the Patriots, you know, you're accountable. It doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady all the way down to the kicker punter, like as opposed to Jacksonville where it's just, there's no accountability and that's usually what happens in those types of organizations. So hopefully, hopefully Peterson's, you know, a step in the right direction. I mean, just like you with Tomlin, you know, Tomlin's always in everybody's, you know he's not letting anybody slide. So,
0: how do you feel specifically about Peterson? I mean, the Eagles' head coach brought him to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. Do you think he, he could help fix the culture? I mean, I know it's like you said, it's an ownership problem, but do you think he's he's the right guy for Lawrence?
1: Right. Well, that's Lawrence says he's excited. I mean, when you get an offensive guy in there, I mean, he has been with the Chiefs, so hopefully, he's been paying attention with you know Mahomes and stuff like that. But it's just one of those things. It's it's hard for me to believe like Philadelphia. I, I get it. He was the coach, but it, some of the players that the way that came together was kind of like lightning in a bottle and it wasn't sustainable. So it's like, does he stay good or is it, was it just, you know, just kind of luck almost, I guess we'll find out, but it's just, we need, we need people like that, something different. So we'll see.
0: Well, they had kind of a wacky offense. Did they not? Yeah, it I was it too well, but it was kind of like weird runs and, toss the, the ball to your wide receiver and let him throw it down the field, like stuff like that, right?
1: Well, Lawrence definitely led the league. I, I know he led all rookies with the most interceptions. I'm not sure if he led the league, but I'm pretty sure he did. And, I mean, he didn't have his – he had 17 touchdowns – or 12 touchdowns. So, I mean, he was – he was definitely – there was no help, no progression throughout the season. Like, he just stayed the same way. And, it, I mean, the NFL's tough, especially, you know, when everybody's telling you how great you are. It's really only one way to go is down. I mean, we all know how hard the NFL is all these prospects that bust. So I think he has a better sophomore season since this season sucked so much for him, but I don't know if that's going to be a, a a case of we were healthier too, because we were pretty beat up this year. I mean, we lost our first round draft pick before we started the season. We lost linemen throughout the year. So, I mean, Lawrence only can get better with, with help from our wide receivers. If we get new people or draft. So when I,
0: when I said they had a wacky offense, I was talking about Philadelphia, not not just <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I, I was like, dang, I didn't I didn't specify that. He's like <laughs> But I, that's pretty sure Philadelphia had a weird wall offense with with Peterson.
1: A lot of gadget plays. You mean like the Philly special and stuff in the Super Bowl yeah. and things like
2: that? Yeah. It's true. So yeah, I agree. Though it's gonna take time for Jacksonville. You know, like I mean, it feels like they have been to rebuild. You know, like every other year, they had a good year not too long ago. They beat the Steelers, was it in the divisional or AFC Championship game? And or I think it's a divisional game. They beat us and they went to the AFC Championship. So and then they just fell kind of right back down the same hole that they were they were already in. So I mean. uh, I just I, w- I want to see them, you know, kind of start, with the, like you said, you know, uh, the starts higher than the, the coaching staff and get some more players. But in about four years from now, I really do see Jackson being a playoff team. It's going to take some time. Give Lawrence a couple more years to really prove himself and uh, let this team build together. And if Peterson's the real deal, they'll be in the playoffs within three, three years back to being hopefully, you know, good
1: the, the long story short, like, I mean, as you can see with Cincinnati, like Joe Burrow, I mean, he turned them around in two years and nobody thinks Josh Taylor is a great coach. So it's like you really get a good quarterback with a good wide receiver or strong offense like they are. I mean, T
2: Higgins and Jamar Chaser, that's so much to stop. I mean, yeah. and chemistry until, players like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you know, and mixed in the chemistry they have together, you see them off the field. They're, they're hanging, they're always hanging out and you see pictures of them together off the field. So you got to build a chemistry within your players on the team to have, you know, on the field, that, if that makes sense. I know like when you saw with Brown and Ben, uh, when they kind of, their chemistry fell off, they weren't playing that good together their last year. And then he, you know, everything that happened with the Steelers. So chemistry is a really important thing too, with these teams. So hopefully they can get that with their coaching staff. Cause when it's all on point, then it's, it's like a perfect unity between the team, but, uh, hopefully Jacksonville can get there, of course.
0: Well, I think a part of that Cincinnati stuff too, is, is ownership. It, the culture is different because they went out and got Joe Burrow the guy he wanted in chase even though they know they needed uh, like Pene Suo true they needed true him, but they got Chase because that's who Burrow wanted so right. it's, a, it's a total different culture like that makes the that makes Burrow want to play for Cincinnati and
1: which again, that's like us losing Travis, Travis ATN. I mean, he played with Trevor Lawrence. So those two would have been dynamic out of the backfield all the time. So that's, that's a big loss. So I think coming into next year, I I do, I'm hopeful for the offense. It's just, again, once you start an NFL season, again, you never know injuries, all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be fine. Brian, I was actually, I have a couple of Jaguar specific questions. Uh, How, how did you even get to, uh, how did you even become a Jaguar fan? Well, back in
1: 94, 95, when me and when uh, our parents split up, me and Will actually became Panthers and Jaguar fans. So we just took a team and then that's how we became it. Because when you're brothers with, you know, when you got brothers, you can't be the same team. So he took one team and I had to take the other is basically how it worked. I mean, I was a Chargers fan beforehand and followed the Redskins. But I mean, once the Jaguars came in, it was pretty easy to just take a new team because we were just freshly getting into it. You know, we're about 13, 14 years old.
0: Did, did the Jaguars and the Panthers come in the same year, like the same expansion? Or yep, same, okay. same draft, same everything. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then, how do you feel about the possibility they become a London, the London Jaguars?
1: I don't think that'll ever happen. I think it'd be more likely they would probably become like the Seattle Jaguars, or if they moved to like Iowa or somewhere, I think another state would probably take them
0: before they went anywhere else. Well, uh, hey, apparently, like plane fares are like cheaper to go to London than it is like Seattle to Jacksonville or whatever the hell. So,
2: word, I hear that. (laughs) Would you come back to Iowa if they became the Iowa Jaguars? Uh, (laughs) I might have to. I might have to make a move back or something. That would be crazy. That'd be awesome. I'd become even a fan probably, or like like second team right well i mean
1: if if the states don't have it and you know how much football's crazy throughout america they they could support another team and definitely another state before they move overseas i believe
2: yeah we I, definitely
0: to... I mean it's it's overpopulated there in florida with three different teams so
1: mm-hmm. alabama's probably due for a team true
0: That's, i mean the football program's got to be super popular with the the college team like that would make perfect sense
1: they got auburn there too i mean that would be
0: yeah, yeah. Um, what else we want to talk about on the Jaguars season? The fact that they uh, have the number one overall pick. And I know you talked a little bit about like what you want what you would want to get with that draft pick, but uh, I I know you said not any specific names, but uh, what do you think, think you it, in this draft?
1: I think it's it's definitely top heavy on defense, so we can definitely go that route unless they decide to trade back and try to help Lawrence out. But usually, when you got that good of a quarterback and you spend money on it, he can make other people around him better. So I definitely think they're going to go defense. Uh, ever since they got rid of Ramsey, I mean, we've been trying to chase another cornerback, and it's just been you know problematic. We'll say so.
0: The best corner in the league.
1: Right. It, it's frustrating to watch all the Jaguars when you see former players on on Leonard Fournette. Oh, he he was in a Super Bowl, and then it's Ramsey. Oh, he's in a Super Bowl. It's definitely you can definitely tell that the talent evaluators in Jacksonville are right. It's just not getting done with the coaching staff on the field.
0: And we're talking just a couple of years ago. You guys had one of the best defenses, and you already said that in the championship game. Noah brought it up, and right. lost to Tom Brady. So, right. uh, so it's like, and then just the next year. Everything is blown up,
1: right? Miles Jack's the only one left. So one player from about five years ago. So yeah, th-
0: That's insane. It, that's is, like it really is. Crazy turnaround. Like you can't expect a business to run with that amount of turnaround. You're not going to be able to expect a team to do it either. Yeah.
1: I th- it- Go ahead, Brian. No, I was going to say that's why the Steelers and teams like Green Bay, they they got their ups and downs, but it doesn't it's not complete explosions and things like that. And you see the Rams model kind of like Jacksonville's. I think they're trying to buy their championship because they've got this run, this small window, unlike a team like Cincinnati, who's built it through the draft or, you know, maybe New England, let's say, because you get that great quarterback and then you just keep taking stabs and you can keep trading players for more draft picks and not pay them.
2: Yeah. And like a lot of people, we've all kind of said it too. It's a culture thing. Uh, Jacksonville needs to build, build a better culture around because it needs to be not so like Legion, or and I'm, I'm looking for the right, like not so like let players get by. Like a lot of coaches, a lot of great teams are built off. Uh, coaches that are in your face and I I don't really see that a lot in Jacksonville so hopefully Peterson can kind of bring like a a hold accountable type of vibe to this team because I think that's what Jacksonville needs first and foremost like I think Cincinnati used to be kind of a dirty team with Pacman Jones, Fontez Burfecht, players like that and I think the culture changed when they got a little bit better and and Marvin Lewis was his name the coach you know he was decent but you know like it brought like the dirt was a dirty kind of team And I feel like they kind of their culture changed now. They got to they you know, now they're here in the Super Bowl. So, if Jacksonville can do like that, what kind of Cincinnati did, I think they'll be looking at a better team in the future as well.
1: That's why I don't think Chicago's too far away either. I mean, you get Justin Fields if he is that good. I mean, that's all, you you know, the progression. I mean, you even watch Josh Allen from the Bills. I mean, he's bad one year, great the next, and he's progressing up. So, it's just these young quarterbacks, you got to give them a couple years, I think. Yeah, exactly.
0: For me, it's just insane with Justin Fields if we want to jump over to some other rookie quarterbacks because – Okay, I I cut a little highlight video because I made I made a little short video and somebody was like, Daniel Jones is better than Justin Fields. I'm like, that's a joke. So I just pulled a little little highlight video. Justin Fields was hurt most of the season. He didn't have have a great season either. And so I pulled just his five best games, pulled his best throws and just made a little three minute video. And it's blowing up. And I have a bunch of Bear fans who are like, Mitchell's better. Mitchell Trubisky's better. It's like, no. Like that meant like, and then everybody's coming at me with stats like, oh, he was 60% completion rating. He's, he, you know, he went 12 and four his second season. It's like, first off, Justin had one season. Okay. He didn't play the whole season. He wasn't even meant to be the starter. He had a horrible coach who did not make uh, shift the offense to be uh, tailored around him. It was the same offense as they used for Mitch and it didn't work for him either. And right. the only reason Mitch went 12 and four is because of the defense. It's the same situation as like the Jaguars had this great defense and then it kind of blows up. The Bears defense was really good and then it just kind of blew up and a lot of the players we had are gone. Our secondary is gone.
2: It's hard to compare a rookie quarterback too. You know, give him time. He was hurt and give him time. Time will tell. Maybe Trubisky will be better. Maybe Fields will be terrible here. Maybe Fields will be the best quarterback in yards next year. It just time will tell. We're based off of this year. I think Fields did better than Trubisky for most of his time there. So I think he's got more room to grow than Trubisky as well because Trubisky had a lot more chances. So give uh, Fields uh, an equal opportunity chance. But, yeah, I would say that Justin Fields is also better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion, too. I think he had a better year. But uh, Fields has a lot of growth to do, and um, he's only going to get better.
1: I think that goes with Mac Jones, too. I think that shows with these rookie quarterbacks. You get put in a good system. All of a sudden, he's, you know, awesome. They go to the playoffs because Belichick's a steady force. I mean, he takes the ball out of his hands. He doesn't let him lose games for him when normal coaches would just run it out there, and if the the guy loses, he loses. So it becomes a lot of that. You can see that in, like, Justin Herbert, how everybody was a big fan of him, and then all of a sudden he was terrible because that coaching staff can't do it. He's got to rely on his talents.
0: Yeah, and with Mac Jones, it's like – uh, he's just like the perfect system quarterback because he, he's not turning the ball over too much. He's not forcing the ball down the field. He's living in that, that little system that Belichick has. It's just, right. it's, it's the Brady system. Just throw the ball five yards. Don't turn the ball over. If it's snowing, run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Mac Jones is like the most talented guy, but I think he could be the most successful out of these rookie quarterbacks if he stays in that system. But Belichick's getting old
2: though.
1: I think Davis Mills had a decent
0: season out. Yeah, you know, had the best
2: in Houston afterwards. too. Yeah, yeah. So going be good.
0: And what? What was he a second or third round pick? I think he was. Yeah, he was, definitely wasn't first. Okay. Sometimes so,
2: quarterbacks, it's the lower quarterbacks end up being good. Like a lot of overlooked quarterbacks becoming good, and like the higher ones become a buzz. So Davis, like Davis could become like the next big thing that we didn't even everyone skipped over. Right, we didn't even check. Right, exactly.
0: Do you think part of that is just like these these younger or these uh, quarterbacks in like uh, lo- uh, smaller schools don't get looked at too much? Like Justin Fields was Ohio State, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence was Clemson. Like, those are big schools. And I'm not sure where Davis Mills was, but uh, Josh Allen was Wyoming. You know? I, I think that is.
1: It's like an expectation thing. It's like, you have to be good. Like, they already crowned, you know, I mean, the way they were talking, Trevor Lawrence must have already won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's already in all the. Of- everything you know and it's like guys why don't we pump the brakes a little bit I've heard this before with other quarterbacks so it's like you really got to play out the season because this isn't easy I mean even like you were saying Ben Roethlisberger he came from Miami of Ohio I watched him play against Iowa and nobody knew who he was but he was just throwing it all over the field then look at his career it's crazy you you watch you watch somebody's whole career and then you think back and you're like I watched that guy in college and he was just awesome even then
0: yeah So.
2: well yeah (laughs) Well, go ahead. Noah. I was gonna say a lot of the quarterbacks too. Sometimes it's, I mean, when you're doubted, you like to prove people wrong, and they have a chip on their shoulder. Some, you know, these people like to just have something more to prove than the people that are already expected to be great. So when your level of expectations are so high, sometimes you have nowhere to go but down, which isn't always true, but you're more likely to go down than it is for someone that's already down to come up. So I think that when you're when you're overlooked and you and you give it a chance, and then you can help re-perform better. So, um, but uh, I I really do think that uh, even if you're at the top, you can still have room to prove too. But it just gives young or people that aren't. Like more likely to do better, a better chance as well. Well,
1: because and that's what they were saying. Like basically, Trevor Lawrence was the next Peyton Manning, and it's like, man, those are lofty goals. I mean, let him be Trevor Lawrence. I I get it. Like they can have comparables and things like that, stature and things like that. But it's just like he's a different guy. Still, it's a completely different NFL every year. So right, yeah.
0: don't don't you get it? Peyton Manning first season led the league in interceptions. Right, that's, that's Lawrence first I, season yep. leads the yep. league in interceptions. I mean, they're basically the same guy.
1: It's destiny. It's destiny, destiny. let me tell you. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful. I mean, and, and I, I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. Like, he showed flashes. Like, his fir- the first game, he had, like, 300 yards. And I know he threw, like, three interceptions, but he had, like, three touchdowns, too. Like, he wasn't bad.
1: He, he very well could be the next best thing. It's just – it's so funny. I just – I like to – to let it play out. I don't want to put that much pressure on a young kid to like fix a whole franchise. It's like, come in be a part. And he really will. Like he does make good decisions, but obviously it takes a team, you know, especially in the NFL to win. So.
0: Yeah. And, 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 uh, so number three overall pick was Trey Lance. And, uh, so the 49ers make it all the way to the championship game and a lot of people were, um, wanting Trey Lance to play all of a sudden. Uh, how do you guys think that game would have went if, uh, they all of a sudden bench Garoppolo and put in Lance, who who hardly played this season, had like two full starts. And what's your opinion on Lance?
2: If what you, do you think, Noah? I was gonna say I think if they put Lance in, I still think they lose. Um, I think Ram, what is way worse. It, it, it's because when you put him in, if he would have had a couple warm up games, I mean, who knows? It's it's like kind of like a like let it like Brian said, let it play out. Like he could have came in and through three touchdowns he could have came in through three interceptions it's just like something you got to see in my opinion though I just think that he would have came in experience in the NFL is such a big thing experience means a lot to a team to a player to a, everything so I think that uh it's very rare you get somebody like Jamar Chase he was kind of put with Cincinnati and to make the Super Bowl like and have a standout year as a rookie but um just the experience I think Trey Lance would have to come in and take that loss and learn for better next year but I think they would have lost I think I really do want to see Trey Lance play for the Niners next year um see how he his full potential because we didn't get to see it this year but they put him in the nfc championship game jimmy g pretty much got him there i know it wasn't jimmy g he he was up and down the whole year the defense was great Debo samuels was great he didn't get in there himself but he helped get in there so why bench him for trey lance when he hasn't shown any potential that's just my opinion
0: yeah i i 100 agree i just think i just think it's funny that people wanted to and, and when i say people no i'm specifically talking about uh laquan he was all he angry that uh that they weren't starting Lance, I was like, "That's the dumbest decision." This guy hardly played this season, and then you're—he's—he's he's 21 or maybe 22 now, and you're gonna put him in the biggest game of his life without playing any other games. Like, that's—he's that, not gonna succeed in that situation. Yeah, that's a pretty is, tough spot. He's just like, he's Joe Burrow at that point.
2: Plus, the Niners led most of the game. The Niners were in control, winning that game most of the NFC Championship game. So I don't know. It wasn't like, I mean, Jimmy G did make some costly mistakes. I think Stafford was more clutch in clutch moments, but I feel like that Niners had to lead most of the game and was because of defense. But I mean, why, why would you bench a player that helps you get to the NFC championship game? And, you know, I mean, he was injured a little bit, but I mean, he was doing good and winning the game for the Niners. So until the end, I mean, maybe that's where kind of the criticism comes because they didn't win it. If they would have won it. Oh yeah. Jimmy G got us to the Super Bowl. this trap talk. So it's just a matter of, uh, I guess, an opinion thing. And he would know more because he's a Niner fan, seeing how Trey Lance played in those couple games he did. But to me, it's just, it would have been silly.
1: Do you think the Rams
2: take care of business then? Oh, that's a tough one. I really would say, if you told me at the beginning of the year, Rams versus Bengals, I would say Rams easy. But I feel like the fact that the Bengals got there, like I just think it's like a it's like a Cinderella story run that they're, they're here, and I think they're going to win it now that they are here. Because I feel like Rams, I could have believed being in the Super Bowl, but the Bengals, I couldn't have. And now that they're here, I just don't see what's going to stop Cincinnati from winning.
0: Yeah, no, one's going Cincinnati all the way. I definitely could see it. I just personally, I really want the Rams to win just because, just because of Stafford. You know, I want him to win. And then after that, like Joe Burrow is going to be back. That team's going to be back. Like they're going to win at least one. I mean, yeah. so just let Stafford have his now, because I, th- I think you said it perfectly, Brian. They're like trying to buy a championship. I think that team's going to fall apart. I, I think so. No so. Picks.
1: It is. That's that's a tough spot when you've got nothing coming up like the next few years. Draft picks are so crucial. I mean, we've seen that team's build into the draft so cheaply. I mean. So I think like you're saying, if they don't get it done this year, they're in big trouble. I mean, I don't I'm not sure next year if they can actually keep it together, but I mean those guys are all on big contracts. What do you got, Brian? What do you got, Wayne? It it's it feels like Joe Burrow's just destined to I mean, you you don't want to say those destiny words, but you get these teams that get hot now anymore. And I mean, you get the week off. I definitely think the Rams win the first half, but then I, I've got Cincinnati winning the second half. They've done it all year. They start slow, and then they just pick it up so I can easily see them giving it up and then, you know, coming back rallying, just like Joe Burrow. You
2: got yeah. any bets on it?
1: Yeah. I actually already have that bet. You can find that most places about eight or nine to one. So that's, that's a pretty good bet. I mean, you got the Rams to win the first half, no points, anything. And then the Bengals to come back and win the second half. Also, I also took some unders because usually Super Bowl starts slow. So I definitely like, I definitely like some under, you know, and alternative unders for the game, because I think when you've got a young quarterback, well, maybe he doesn't come up at all in Stafford. Like you said, though, McVay likes to run the ball. Like he doesn't want Stafford to get him beat. So he'll, if they get any type of lead, just like they did last week and let the Niners stick around, and then the week before against Tampa, let them get back into the game, he'll definitely try to keep it close for whatever reason, even if Stafford's killing them.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. If I ever to come to somebody with betting advice or if I ever get into betting, man, I'm going to come to you because you seem like a smart. Like half the stuff you seem like you're winning a lot, of you know what you're talking about. So if I get in the betting room, I got to come to you for some of this stuff. But me and my dad got a – I think it was about three weeks back he said Rams are the most talented team in the NFL. And I kind of looked at him and said, they wouldn't beat Tampa Bay. I said, they wouldn't beat uh, this team or that team. And he goes, you want to bet? And I said, I said, what do you want to bet? So now we got a 20, we got 20 bucks and then winning the whole thing. And here they are in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's might be a little bit wild for Cincinnati because I've got 20 bucks on the line, but, uh, hopefully, uh, Cincinnati can pull through because I did not see LA being the most talented team And my dad. So far, I guess other people know more than me, what they're talking about. They're here. So we'll see.
1: Right.
0: Just, just to touch on that, you said that you would go to Brian for uh, any advice, but, uh, He didn't take the Giants, so.
2: (laughs) That's right. That's right. I didn't take the Giants. That all advice, I'm going to go to Brian Ford. There's some I'll leave out a little bit, but uh, (laughs) for betting, like, over-unders, and you know, i would go to Brian for sure.
1: I tell you, that's really a new market that I think will expand quite a bit. I mean, I know it's legal now in Iowa, where you guys are at, Colorado out here. You know, I go out to Vegas quite a bit, and throughout the years, that's really expanded because, I mean, when you can just, even casually, when you can throw 10 bucks on something, it really kind of brings – It's not super serious where people have to make it, you know, over the top where you're life changing money, but it it makes it fun and and different things now like where you're betting props like yards and, you know, over unders I think it makes it a lot more like fan friendly. I think that's going to be crucial moving forward.
2: And you can like get into other sports with doing that. Like you, I, me, if someone that's not like a big hockey fan, I've been trying to get into a little bit more. I can just start making bets on hockey. So it maybe pay attention a little bit closer and it just helps with other sports. I know USC is really growing in draft books and, and sports betting too. And I'm a big USC fan. So, you know, that can always help too for people that aren't fans of sports get into it a little bit. I,
0: Definitely. Used, to, I used to have this friend at work. He was, uh, he was Brian, he was around your age and every day, he didn't do nothing about hockey, but he'd be like, okay, make a lineup for me. I'm going to bet on your lineup. And I would, you know how, you know what I'm talking about? Like just make a yep. lineup. Fantasy yeah. lineup.
1: So yeah, definitely. That's huge. Yeah, he would, me.
0: he would make me make a lineup for him and and he would bet on it. <laughs> Basketball is <laughs> the
1: same way. Basketball, NFL, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. It, it definitely makes it more where you kind of get into more stat lines. You know, if you're in the analytics and things like that.
0: Yeah. And my, my favorite part about broadcasting is when they'll just randomly be like, Oh, if, if uh, the Patriots win by, by, you know, if they score one more field goal and win, this guy's going to win a $10 million. It's like, yeah. Just seeing, like, people, like, make crazy bets and it comes comes true. Like, I think somebody predicted the exact score for the Bengals. Both games. Game. Yeah, both games. He got the exact score right on both of them and got yep. both games right. It's insane. And
1: he won, like, $457,000. That was that was intense. That's super fun. And you can do that, like, with the Super Bowl. You can bet exactos. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's not a lot of money. I think he won that on, like, a $20 or $50
2: bet. So, it just yeah. makes it fun, man. Some people go a little crazy. I think it was the Steelers-Chief game. Don't quote me on it. I know what happened this year. I think it was the Steelers-Chief game. Someone bet, like, literally a million bucks on the Steelers beating the Chiefs, and we were up early, and we were like, oh, my gosh, these guys are going to be rich. And then, like, the payout wasn't – like, you you lost a lot more than the payout. And, like – Steelers end up getting blown out, and I'm like, and I'm if we just remember like thinking about that guy that 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 much, it's like, I mean, the people can bet some crazy stuff, and sometimes I don't know, like that much money though, he's got to be like rich. I think they said like he wasn't even like that rich of a guy, he just says he does it for fun and then he lost out a lot. So I don't know, it's crazy.
0: He, he had some bet money, he put all of it down on the Steelers and lost everything
2: on the Steelers versus on team. the
0: Steelers.
1: Hey, we got a final. It looks like we got a forty-one thirty-five in the Pro Bowl. They're hey, you got your through. over, Oh, way, way over in the AFC. You got it, way That's some over money right there, okay
0: What? Who was who was uh, the MVP? Does it say already?
1: Oh nope, they haven't went to the MVP yet.
0: Oh, we gotta know who the MVP is. I, I no, where's the MVP? It'll
1: probably be usually it's a wide receiver in in the Pro Bowl, right? I'm, it's probably a skill player.
0: Well, well, who who? Okay, so. AFC started out hot, right? So was it Mahomes passing to Hill? Or It,
1: it looked like uh, Mac Jones played quite a bit. So it's either going to be Mac Jones maybe or, or Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes hit a couple passes, but so did Herbert. So it's hard yeah. to say, man.
0: Yeah, I, just, I looked at the lineup, and we talked about it last week, but like Herbert and Mahomes starting, it was just like, there's no way they don't win.
1: How does the AFC lose that? That's exactly what I thought. There's no way.
0: Yeah and uh and so the over or the over for that game was 61 or was that the under
1: it it went up to 63 was was where i seen it get to it started about 61
0: okay so so and then the final score is like over 70 points it's just insane it was always high scoring it is it is that's why i thought
1: that was easy money easy money and then you were right
0: all right well we we went through everything really quick that was probably the most organic uh podcast we ever had probably just because it's you brian you know right that's probably just why but uh yeah that that's that's everything that we went through everything really quick so I dig it. Uh, yeah thank you so much for watching guys and uh we'll see you next time